if Paul DeYoung decides he wants to tune into the Nutty Buddies podcast, I want Paul DeYoung to know at some point I was happy because of you, Paul. But I've been a lot more sad than I've been happy because of you, Paul. Yeah, I haven't been sad, Paul. I've been frustrated. But I've also been very happy with you before, Paul. Paul, your rookie year, it was some of the best times. 30 home runs. Mm. Set a Cardinal record. Most For a rookie home runs? Home most home runs by a shortstop. And the Cardinals. Oh, in Cardinals history. He had exactly 30 in 2019. He hit 233 with 30 bombs and 149 strikeouts. See, Paul. <laughs> what makes me sad <laughs> is hearing those numbers. He was an all-star. Paul. <laughs> okay, 2019, 149 strikeouts, 136 hits. <laughs> Paul. Three, two, one. What up, nutty buddies? What's up, nutty buddies? Been a minute. Uh, Peanut, would you like to apologize to the nutty buddy community? No. Oh. Uh, no, we're sorry. We are sorry. Um, but we got the NFL season going. We're going to be better. I know you missed us. I know we've been bad, but we're going to be good to y'all during the season. Be awesome football insight, and uh, we'll make it up to you. Ain't that right, Peanut? Shane, you want to know? Yeah, you want to know something funny? What? We're about like a week through training camp already or so, and we haven't been, we haven't done a podcast in a month, and we still showed up before Josh Jacobs. That is true. That is true. That guy ain't going to be showing up for a minute, huh? No, it doesn't seem like he, he wants to show up for work. Me, on the other hand, I, I'm ready for the grind. I wake up every morning ready to go to work. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's crazy. <laughs> NFL running backs. What the fuck? NFL among, running among, backs among... going through it right now, huh? Yeah, that, that's the, been the big topic, I would say. Owners talking about being dead and players not mattering. and We did get <clears throat> Saquon to fold. He was just bluffing the whole time. Yeah, that's... Mr. Saquon, you owe an apology to all your running back friends because you're not a real friend. Josh Jacobs is still in the ringer, along with Dalvin, along with Zeke, potentially, if he ends up somewhere. Taylor wants to be traded. Yeah, JT and uh, Jim Irsay. What caused all that? What happened for him to speak up? Was it Taylor that said something initially, or was it Irsay? So, my memory serves me correctly. 2021, you know, you got JT, he goes off, rushes for like 1,600 yards or some shit. Last year, hurt on and off, not so good. My dog is fucking so he had 1600 yards two years ago last year didn't do didn't do too hot so then he comes into the office looking for an extension because he was a second round pick not a first round pick so first round picks get four year deals with a fifth year option second round picks only get four years uh no fifth option so he wants an extension then they have some beef about how they already weren't going to extend him, like Jim Irsay said that. Well, then he tweeted publicly, and then met with the GM to say, "Hey, I want to be traded." Then Jim Irsay comes out, and now we get to talk about him fucking dying and Jonathan Taylor not playing for the Colts. There's a chance that 
they're going to put Jonathan Taylor on the non-football injury list, push his contract a year back, and they would have to pay them zero dollars this year. So it ultimately is just a terrible PR move from Jim Irsay right now. Uh, Jonathan Taylor not doing the best at negotiating either. Yeah, it's kind of a bad time for Taylor to uh, speak up, not trying to say, I mean, he's been really good throughout his career, but right now, you know, uh, nobody cares about running backs. Yeah. I saw, I heard a stat the other day, too. I was talking about, like, the out of last year, the players to rush for over a 1,000 yards, like, out of the top 10 running backs, their teams didn't make the playoffs. I thought that was kind of interesting. It kind of makes sense. You think about Josh Jacobs last year. Their quarterback was essentially fired week 10. I don't remember the exact, like, stat of it, but I'm looking at the rushing yard leaders. Like, Jacobs was one, team didn't make the playoffs. Derrick Henry was two, team didn't make the playoffs. Chubb was three. I don't think the Browns did, did they? The Browns didn't make the playoffs last year. Aaron Jones finished top ten. Didn't make the playoffs. Jamal Williams for the Lions didn't make the playoffs. So, yeah. I mean, it kind of is interesting. And another thing I was thinking about, about today, too, because I was listening to them talk about, like, Jonathan Taylor is obviously, like, the hot story right now. How much of the Colts offense is Anthony Richardson going to produce himself? You know, like... A thing that they always talk about with Josh Allen that I've hear, heard over, you know, the years that he's been so good with Buffalo is he's so good because he, like, per, he produces, like, 85% of the offense or something. Have you heard a, a, something like that before? I, I understand because of, like, his yards. Yeah, because of either throwing the ball or running the ball. He does so much, and I feel like with a guy like Anthony Richardson, not saying he is Josh Allen, but, like, he can do similar type things that Josh Allen can do. You know what I'm saying? As a, like, runner and a thrower. And a lot of these quarterbacks who are playing now are similar to that. So it's kind of – it kind of makes the running back position less valuable too. Like, you had Justin Fields rush for over 1,000 yards last year. That's a big deal, you know? Like, do you think that makes the, the Bears running back position less valuable? I, I think so, but then you also have to think about the touches. So, with Justin Fields at quarterback, you're not throwing the football more than 30 times a game. Right. And if you are, you're you're losing. I don't I don't see a situation Justin Fields throws the ball over 30 to 35 times a, like a game on average ever in his career. Uh, yeah, but yeah. You don't think he, that's something he could grow into? N- not in this system, at least. Like I, mean, I think he has a good enough arm, his decision-making in terms of throwing the football is not there. Then you look at, like, okay, he, Justin Fields is going to get his 10 rushes a game. He's going to get his potentially 20 passes. There's 30 plays. And then you think about, all right, now what else is going to happen in there? Like, the football is not going to be spread around to the wide receivers and the tight ends all that much. It's going to be a lot of low-volume, uh, low-volume receptions, like, Lots of rack, if I had to guess. There's not going to be many times where he's going to come out there and impress you with air yards and 
and throw for 400 air yards a game. So, but I guess I I, I, I know what you're saying. Uh, but I guess ultimately, ultimately, when you have a guy like Fields or Allen, would you rather have the ball in their hands, trying to make a play, um, comparing him to? I guess Taylor's kind of like a different story. But like when you look at the the Bears running backs, like you got Herbert and Foreman, and who's the third? Roshan Johnson. Uh, Roshan you got them guys. Like, if you compare that situation, like, you want it in field hands. You want him moving somewhere, right? If that's your choice, but I, like, if I have to choose between having Justin Fields as my quarterback and having the a collection of people who might be good at running back, versus having jo- Jonathan Taylor versus somebody who might be good at quarterback, I might take the. I'm probably going to take the Jonathan. In my opinion, what we got? what was your opinion? Would you rather have the middling quarterback, who has uh, somebody to make plays for him, or would you rather have a quarterback that will make plays and having middling play, um, playmakers around him? Probably the quarterback. Not uh, Justin Fields in this situation. Okay. Not, nobody is saying Justin Fields is going to be the quarterback. I mean, the situation one that jumps out to me, uh, like overall in terms of great quarterback bad weapons is the Chiefs but like that's the best quarterback ever and that's not fair right so I don't know fucking forget this topic I'll cut all that shit out it's stupid <laughs> I can't think of anything right now I mean it's tough dude and Pukanaka <laughs> alright let's move on from that shitty conversation that we yeah, that laid an egg on it's not going to <laughs> All right, uh, just real quick, Kamara's meeting with Goodell. Do you think he's going to fucking hit the, sh- hit the shit on his... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what happens with that? We're just going to have to wait and see. Mike, you just, just destroyed your shit? Just... I unplugged my mic. And I can't hear you. Just... You can't hear me? <laughs> oh, there he goes. It, okay. It went there. He just beats the shit out of him as soon as he walks in. And he's like, I'm fucking playing for the first four years. Goodell's like, yes, sir. Yeah. Um, so Taylor's got his issues right now. We'll see how that plays out. Um, he's going to end up playing for the Colts this year. I mean, he's not owed anything. I, they don't have to do anything. Not, they All they, they, they got to do is be like, hey, dude, it's time to play football now. He'll be like, oh, okay. Like the the Colts yeah. organization is not forced to do anything right now, right? <clears throat> Their best player will, might not play this year, which will make them less of a team. Um, he will play. If he doesn't, that's they they said that they're not gonna resign or they're not gonna offer him extension or plan to like they're they're not going to. They don't have to. Like that. yeah, I know, but it's it's just like the best player on your team, and you're already openly before the season saying. Hey, you're not coming back. You're going to play this year on shitty money. We're not bringing you back. That's just the direction <laughs> we're going. Um, Zeke just visited New England. Uh, I love that. Could be going there. We'll see. Dalvin Cook just visited the Jets. Could be going there. We'll see. Not just visit the Jets. Hanging out with yeah. the Jets on their practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Jacobs is not doing shit. So that doesn't look very good. Um... Sean Payton pretty much said the Nathaniel Hackett, who is now the offensive coordinator for the Jets, who was the head coach for the Broncos last year, 
did a horrible job, one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL uh, with the Broncos. What do you think about Sean Payton saying that? That's it's hilarious. It's not something that happens in the NFL a lot. <laughs> you don't have an NFL head coach talking bad about another NFL head coach like that openly to, to the media. Um, but it's even better that they play each other this year. Robert Sala even like responded mm-hmm. uh, like like oh it's funny that like we're on their minds. We don't play each other until week five. Aaron Rodgers comes back with a you know go fuck yourself basically <laughs> from, <laughs> for Sean Payton. Sean Payton says probably shouldn't have said that. Too bad. Too late, bro. Like, I, I think it's I think it's awesome. I think it's kind of funny, dude. Like, okay, should Sean Payton have said that? No, probably not. No. <laughs> um, but it's, I think it's kind of funny because last year, all anyone did all season long was bash Nathaniel Hackett for how bad he did. And now that somebody says something about it, they're like, a lot of people are, Whoa. yeah, why, why would you say that? Well, I mean, he fucking sucked last year, so. Let's not forget Sean Payton also worked for Fox for the entire season last year. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. Aaron was like, keep keep my coach's name out of your mouth or something, I think. Mm-hmm. I but, keep my coach's name. But I also like it. I like it from Payton's side, too, because he's just trying to fire up the troops, right? Like, yeah, that, yeah. this shit ain't going to fly with us this year. You know, I I see it as either hey we're doing things differently uh, and I'm better than what the other guy was so just be prepared for some some better football right or it it can be like hey there might have been some down years here you guys aren't expecting a lot from us like the guy who was here was bad at what he was doing like they these these guys are a lot better than what they showed us I think he has every right to say that dude but maybe he shouldn't have done it publicly. I'm guessing he, oh, he said it publicly, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. It was in press conference, bro. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> kind of wild. <clears throat> and then Mike Tomlin, did you see his comment back to it? Uh-uh. He said something to the tune of, like, I'll be excited to watch that game week five as a football fan. Hell, yeah. He's like, I'm excited to watch that football <laughs> game now. Hell, yeah. The St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. So what have the Cardinals done lately, Peanut? Um, they're selling. Who's gone? Keep me updated. So, oh goodness! So we got Jack. Jack Flaherty just went to the O's. He's the most recent one, unless um, Jeff Passan has tweeted anything else in the last twenty minutes. Um, then you had we got Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays, followed closely by his friend Paul DeYoung. Uh, got a lot back, a lot more back for Hicks than we did for DeYoung. DeYoung's a period and after the year, uh, but is hitting like 240 with 15 bombs this year or something like that at shortstop. So he'll fill in for uh, Bo Bichette up there with them, and then Jordan Hicks probably uh, get some late innings for them in, in their playoff run. But on top of that, we also got rid of Jordan Montgomery. He probably the quietest dude on the Cardinals. Like, I don't think I've ever heard him talk in my entire life. But he, I mean, he served his purpose. We traded him for a gold glove uh, outfielder and we got like an all-star level starting pitcher. So take that. We, I heard the infielder we, we got in that deal is supposed to be pretty damn good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's a, we got a power hitting uh, infielder back in that deal. 
It's like 24-ish. I don't know much about all of them, to be honest. Yeah. I do know that two of the guys that we've added to this deadline are now in the top five of our prospect list. Pretty nice. So, not bad. Not bad. Thank you, Jordan Hicks, because the Blue Jays gave up a lot to get him. Surprisingly. He's a good player sometimes when he wants to be. I'm not. I am not a Jordan Hicks guy. I wish he could throw 106 miles an hour. I just don't care. Otherwise. Yeah, so baseball is uh, officially season's over for baseball fans in the St. Louis area. Yeah, um, we're moving on to bigger, better teams. Uh, not the New York Yankees. Just kidding. Fuck the Yankees, too. Uh, this is a Tim McCasher jersey. Those are my picks for the World Series was the Cardinals and the Yankees, and both of them are not making the playoffs this year, I don't believe. That's okay. <laughs> um, I, you know what would be really, really cool? Huh. The, you know, when the Diamondbacks make it to the World Series or some shit, I pop out over to Phoenix, go watch a game. Oh, my God. That would be cool. I want to go to a Diamondbacks <clears throat> playoff game. Their stadium is awesome, by the way. I'm a Diamondbacks fan for the rest of the year. Diamondbacks and Chiefs. Fuck you. So it looks like Carlson didn't get moved. Um, I'm glad. Glad we held on to him for the last two deadlines. Dylan Carlson should have been traded for one Soto last year. And now we're stuck with him. Yes, we are. I think he gets non-tender this offseason. No, there's a little hope for him. No, I don't think he is. Like, I think there is a 0% chance he's a Cardinal next year. Damn. Well, the Yankees were interested in him, apparently, right? Okay, they can have him. Where is he going to play? Their outfield's not very good. Their outfield doesn't exist. Like, that's what I'm saying. There's no positions left in their outfield. Aaron Judge, who can play all three if you want him to. Harrison Bader, who, when he's not hurt, will play center field and only center field. John Carlos Stanton is only the DH, which Aaron Judge, for how big he is, although how he is very athletic, should probably be transitioning towards that position in the near future. Like, there's just no room for any other outfielders. I forget who else. They've been. Now I gotta look. Now I gotta look. I know you noticed that I only named four guys because I don't know anybody else. <clears throat> well, I know like Willie Calhoun or something was playing out there for a little bit. Greg Allen, Harrison Bader, and Jake Bowers was their outfield last oh. game. Hell yeah! First off, you're telling I me Dylan him. Carlson can't play in that outfield, bro? The uh, <laughs> Billy the McKinney. Played two games ago. Billy McKinney, Peanut. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough. I want you to go look at this tweet. I'm sending it. I typed in Yankees and this is what popped up. So the ESPN wrote an article and says Blue Jays welcome DeYoung with callback to old Yankees post. So <laughs> October 4th, 2011. Whatever Paul DeYoung was, he tweets, I hate the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And, and the Blue Jays followed up with a gift from uh, Wolf of Wall Street. One of us. One of <laughs> us. So, 
That's amazing. That is funny. A lot of these guys, um, I wouldn't say are, um, that are being traded right now for the Cardinals or that have been traded, aren't necessarily great baseball players. They were good at one time. So like, we're talking shit on them. Uh, yeah, we didn't lose any heartbreakers. Um, <laughs> right? No, but I'm trying to, if Paul DeYoung decides he wants to tune into the Nutty Buddies podcast, I want Paul DeYoung to know that like, at some point I was happy because of you, Paul. But I've been a lot more sad than I've been happy because of you, Paul. Yeah. So. I haven't been sad, Paul. I've been frustrated. Um, but I've also been very happy with you before, Paul. I'd say, Paul, your rookie year was some of the best times. That year that you hit 30 home runs. Mm. Set a cardinal record, right? Most For rookie home runs? Home most home runs by a shortstop. In a season. Huh. Like ever? Mm-hmm. Any shortstop ever? And the Cardinals. Oh, in Cardinals history. Yeah, 30 something. I believe Eric. that. Homers, he had exactly 30 in 2019. He had 220, 233 mm. with 30 bombs and 149 strikeouts. He had more strikeouts than hits. See, Paul. (laughs) What makes me sad (laughs) is hearing those numbers. (laughs) He was an all-star. Paul. What makes me sad. Okay, 2019, 149 strikeouts, 136 hits. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. We'll get them next year. All the Redbird, all the Redbird faithful. Uh, just not this Aww. year. Aww. All right, you want to do uh, over under predictions for this upcoming NFL season? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want uh, NFC or AFC? Uh, I'll take the AFC. What, I haven't pulled up on. I have it on VegasInsider.com, and it has, like, portions that I believe, like, different uh, betting websites, I guess. And FanDuel is on the very left side. I was just going to look at FanDuel's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... But it's not filtered by division. Can I filter it by division? You can just look it up by name, though, right? Is that the one you're looking at, or you can search it by name? Yeah. Oh, but I can't type in, like, AFC, can I? No. We're just going to have to use our brains, I guess. Damn, bro. That's tough. All right, you want to do AFC or NFC? Uh, I'll do AFC. The division's in a separate tab to help me out. Yeah. Uh... Even though I know them because I know ball and shit, you know? We don't know ball. Okay, so I'm doing NFC. Okay. Do you want to start off, Peanut? Yeah, so we're going to look at some uh, over-unders on some win totals for this coming season for the NFL team. Gringo one team uh, per division from each of us. Uh, I'm taking the AFC. Chandler's going to take the NFC. 
some teams that we feel most confident in terms of their lines. We're using FanDuel lines because, you know, see the most ads, they got to be the best company, right, Chandler? Not how it works. Sure. All right, Peanut. So you're about to uh, have your prediction for the AFC North um, over under what you like the most. Yes. <laughs> so you got the Browns. <laughs> You got the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Steelers. Of course, Chandler. So out I'm... of all of those over-unders, which one do you think is most likely to be over or under? Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Chandler. I will answer your question. But first, I will pro provide some context. The Bengals over-under is at 11.5. The Browns at 9.5. Ravens at 10.5. And the Steelers at eight and a half. I think I got everybody. <laughs> yeah, you uh, did. <laughs> give me Bengals over eleven and a half. Oh, yeah. Bengals I'm calling over eleven and a half. I'm going Big Daddies. Give me Big Daddies. I think they get to thirteen or fourteen range. Joe Burrow. Well, would you like to hear what they finished last year? What did they finish last year? They finished at twelve. So you go to hit. Well, good thing this is for next year. Well, it still makes you feel good, don't it? Yeah, no, that makes me feel good. I think they improve on that. Uh, yeah. Especially with Joe Burrow's, what, his fourth year in the league now? Um, so he's on his fourth year in the league. You know what they say about that. So Jamar Chase hopefully stays healthy for the entire year. T. Higgins is the truth. Their running back does like to hit anyone and everyone. Um, doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, or child. So we'll see how that works. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, he's another guy we'll have to meet with uh, Roger Goodell this offseason. <laughs> <laughs> so give me Bengals over tw uh, 11 and a half. NFC North. Got the Vikings, the Lions, the Packers, and the Bears. Oh, my. The Vikings over under is at eight and a half. Um, the Bears is at seven and a half. The Lions is at nine and a half. And the Packers is at seven and a half. I gotta go Vikings there. Right? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. The Vikings went thirteen and four last year. Does that are you looking at the same thing I am? Yeah, I'm looking at the same thing you are. I would like to I would like that. Yeah, I'm definitely That's crazy. uh I'm gonna take that. So we got the North down, we got the Vikings and the Bengals at the overs and Peanut just left me, and now he's coming back. There's just no way they only win eight games. Yeah, I'm gonna... They didn't get worse. I'm feeling pretty confident about that one. And they got a good DC there. They got Flores there now. Yeah, so... Right? It doesn't quite make sense that they would be an eight and a half there. We'll go Minnesota. Now, we'll flip to you. We can go to AFC East, where we got the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, and Ooh, the this will be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bills at uh, 10.5. Got the Jets at 9.5. Dolphins at 9.5. And, and Patriots, Patriots at 7.5. Hmm. See, if Tua can stay healthy, I think that the Dolphins getting 10 wins isn't out of the question. Bill is at ten and a half seems low, um, but that now you have to face Aaron Rodgers twice a year. The Jets at nine and a half, Patriots at seven. I don't think the Patriots win more than seven games. 
<laughs> for some reason, I, th I thought you were going to pick the Patriots to go over. Uh, no, I'm going to say under Patriots, seven and a half. Wow. I feel most confident in under seven and a half for the Patriots. That's crazy. That's stupid, but I'm going to take it. Uh, Bill Belichick will uh, roll over in his grave uh, whenever he watches this episode, when he finally decides to settle down on his couch and <clears throat> watch well, podcasts. To make you feel, you said under seven. Oh, last under year they finished at eight. Last yeah. year they finished at eight, so they would have been over. Be interesting. Mm, I don't know. I don't like that. Eight, one now. seven and a half kind of seems low. See, they got a better OC now. Like they actually have an offensive coordinator rather than just like two guys who think they know what football is. I think Mac Jones takes takes a step. I don't know. Do I be a pussy or do I, or do I stick with it? You're gonna lock it in, King, or are you gonna switch it up? I'm gonna switch it up. Uh oh. Give me Jets over ten and nine and a half. Give I, fucking twelve. Give me over eleven and a half. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers MVP. Okay. Taking the Jets and the Jets is nine and a half. Yeah. So okay. I'd, I'd say they at least get ten. Um, it's got a tough division. I mean, facing Bill Belichick twice. He makes me second guess Mac Jones being a bad quarterback because it's Bill Belichick. You have the Bills who are just very good at football um, all around. If they can stay healthy, which they haven't, but if they can stay healthy, they will challenge the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. The three best teams in football all are in the AFC, which is weird. You got them being the Jets, the Bills, and the Chiefs? No, no, no. I think it's the Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs. Oh, okay. I thought you were really hyping up the Jets right there. I was like, God damn, boy. No. <laughs> I mean, they have the pieces. I just, if Aaron Rodgers can lead that offense, I mean, it's not it's not asking for much considering last year it was fucking Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco, Mike White. So if, if they can make that step up and just have like a, a non-negative turnover differential offense, which Aaron Rodgers does, like then... They're, they're going to be great. They'll be in business. All right, next, for my side, is the NFC Beast. Fuck, <laughs> tuck in to get it all the way up there, boy. Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. Mm-hmm. We got the Cowboys, nine and a half. Yikes. The Giants, seven and a half. Commanders, six and a half. And the Eagles, 11 and a half. So there's two win differential right now on the betting odds between Philadelphia and Dallas. Yep. Damn. Taking the Cowboys over. Easy. Are you more confident in the Cowboys over or the Eagles under? Say again? Would you rather have the Cowboys over or the Eagles under if you had to choose? Or do you think you guys can both coexist I think... winning 12 plus games? Uh, well, I mean, last year, Eagles won 14, we won 12. Okay, so, so it can't happen. I mean, the past two years, the Cowboys have won 12 games. So, yeah, give me the over. Fair. Last year, every team in the NFC East finished it with a record of 500 or better. You know what division has a chance to top that this year? NFC South. <laughs> I don't know. They might all just lose to each other. Well, that happened last year. 
Who had the best record? The Buccaneers. Eight and nine. Eight and nine. Fuck, I Every, get that wrong. Everyone seven else went seven and ten. Yeah. Hold on. Dak Prescott, how many interceptions? He's already got one this year. No, he doesn't. <laughs> you guys are clowns. Even better question. Does he lead the league in interceptions, yes or no? No. <laughs> he'll finish with 10. No, he'll finish with 11 or 12. That's some He's done ball before. management. All right, so now you got me curious. Last year was a blow-up, bro. We never did that before. <laughs> he didn't even play the whole year. Cowboys Dak Prescott takes scary low hit from Micah Parsons in practice. Terrible Dak Prescott interception has New York Giants fans ready for week one. <laughs> that is an article someone wrote. Yeah, he'll be like 11. He'll be like 10 or 11. What was he at last year? 20? 15. 15. Oh, damn. 15 led the league last year. Hmm. Shut the fuck up. You just made me sad. Shut the fuck up. We're on to the AFC West. We'll save the South for last, but we'll go AFC West. We got Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. So some big dogs. Starting with the big dogs, they're at uh, 11 and a half. That's their line. Yep. And you have Chargers at 9.5, Broncos at 8.5, and, and the Raiders at 6.5. It could just be as easy as saying the Chiefs are the best team in football again because um, they have Patrick Mahomes. And, but the thing is, when you look at everywhere else on their roster, it's it's guys you not you probably have heard of, but don't expect to be leading contributors on a team that is going to win the Super Bowl. So that's why I'm not going to pick over 11.5 for the Chiefs, although I want to. I will, on the other hand, go over 8.5 for the Broncos. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. I didn't think you were going there. <clears throat> you thought I was going Chargers? Mm-hmm. I I like the Chargers. Um, the only thing I don't like about the Chargers is their coaching. <laughs> uh, they, they have all of the offensive playmakers. I guess their training staff, too. Uh, kind of fucking sucks. So just anything to not do with the players sucks about the Chargers. Other than that, I like them. They just never seem to do well uh, given the circumstances. They have a great team on paper, perform well, then they blow the biggest lead in playoff history and do bad things like that. So, Sean Payton, he seems to walk into 500 seasons uh, and his team's played great defense every year, so don't expect anything different. Sean Payton really going to come in there and change that whole, whole deal around, ain't he? I believe it. All right, now we'll go to the NFC West. Rams, Niners, Cardinals, and Seahawks. Rams, six and a half. Cardinals, four and a half. God damn. Niners, ten and a half. Seahawks, eight and a half. That's a fair number for Seattle. I don't think Seattle's going to be as good as they were last year, but eight and a half seems right. I think they'll be around there. They got better on paper. I don't think Gino's going to be as good as he was last year. I would agree. I would agree. Um, I'll go over for the Rams at six and a half. Not a bad choice. 
maybe a little bounce back from them. Could the Rams go eight and eight? I think that's a very or eight very and nine. Thing. I guess they. I mean, they give me the Rams over at six and a half. Give me that. They had they had, the roster was a lot um, better and like more top heavy than it, than it was now. But I mean, this is still a lot of the same guys that played yeah. in the Super Bowl. Can Stafford bounce back? Give you a, a solid year? I think so. A lot of time. Cooper off, Cup's yeah. still there, right? Yeah. Aaron Aaron Donald's still there, right? Yep. I mean, that Puka. that seems like eight wins just saying them three guys. Yeah, Pukanaka. Four. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Stetson Bennett is ready to sling it. I swear on everything, man. It doesn't matter actually if Matthew Stafford plays. Stetson Bennett, I, I'm I'm so confident, Chandler. I have never been more confident in a non-projected starting quarterback to be great in the NFL. Stetson Bennett will be great. Okay. Continue. Let's do the last picks. We got the AFC South and the NFC South. Then we'll finish this up and then do some yay, nay, or may bays and then adios, amigos. All right, AFC South, you know, got some jagoffs, uh, the Titans, the Colts, and the Texans. But lots of bad football teams with bad quarterbacks, including Jacksonville. Just kidding. Jake Wallace. Nine and a half on the line for the Jaguars. The Colts are at six and a half, Titans, seven and a half, and. Texans are at six and a half. Lots of bad football teams here. I have to think. See, if Anthony Richardson had a running back on his team that wasn't a big old bitch. No, I'm not going to say that. I don't like the Jaguars at all, Chandler. Give me Titans over seven and a half. I don't like Ryan Tannehill. I don't think many people do. I think the Titans like him because they have to and they they pay him derrick henry mike frabel defense new year same story for the titans they have a culture set yeah and you add one of the best wide receivers of our generation deandre hopkins i don't necessarily know why deandre chose it but good for the titans i dig it i dig it mr peanut they went seven and ten last year and they got they added deandre hopkins this year like give me that we'll finish up with the best division in football. Yep. <laughs> Damn straight. The NFC South. With yeah. the Saints. The Saints, the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Falcons over is eight and a half. That is way too high. I tried putting you on. You didn't listen. Panthers is at seven and a half. Bullshit. Saints is at nine and a half, and Bucks is at six and a half. Saints at nine and a half, Bucks at six and a half. Yep. I don't know what this freaking division. I don't know anything. I can see every team in this division winning it. <laughs> and there's none that really stand out. I think there's like the, one team that is significantly worse than the rest. The Bucks? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't want to take would you take the under for the Bucks? What Good world Lord. do they win seven games? Last year, they won eight games, and they had Tom Brady as their quarterback, Chandler. That is true. I'll go Saints over. So you got them winning the division, huh? So that'll be 10. I don't want to take an under. That's boring. Should I do Saints over? How many did y'all win? Y'all won seven. Everybody won seven besides the Bucks. Yep. 
I don't like your receiving core at all. Falcons over. Give me the Falcons over. Falcons win the division this year. You, you'd be the worst gambler <laughs> of all time, bro. All right. I, I don't know a single person who's one on the Falcons, two as hard on. When you know, you know, brother. I mean, I guess, bro. Give me the Falcons over. They got a lot of cool, fun pieces. They're fun to root for. The coach is the son of the guy who created FedEx, so all he wants to do is put the fucking ball on the ground. <laughs> they got a lot of fun players on that team. You cannot argue that. They do. Just too bad um, none of them play quarterback. You want to finish up with a couple yay-nay or maybes I threw together right before this recording? Uh, yeah. I wrote them down on my nice sheet of paper. Wait, will you hold that up again? No. No, please, Jenna, hold that up again. All right, you ready? Can I go? Yeah. McDaniels, the head coach for the Raiders, mm, will be will be the head coach for the Raiders at the end of this NFL season. Yay, nay, or maybe. That's a good one. <clears throat> nay. Nay, he gone. That is a great question, though. Um, I don't think they do well this year. They're still in the division with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, now, as weird as it sounds, they're also in a division with Sean Payton. Sean Payton will coach circles around Josh McDaniels. Uh, Patrick Mahomes will run circles around Josh McDaniels. And who knows what the fucking Chargers are going to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that there's just no future for josh mcdaniels uh to be with the raiders and for that reason like you just gotta fire him like he's not going to be a successful nfl head coach and he should go back to new england after this and and just accept it like at this point there are lifetime oc and dcs in this this league that stay with their same teams for 20 plus years that's kind of ending now in this modern era but i think that's where he ends up i don't think he's the coach of the raiders next year just because there's no future for him that's fair. That's fair. All right. Question number two. The Arizona Cardinals will have the worst record in the NFL this upcoming season. Yay, nay, or maybe. That is a possibility. The Buccaneers, I fucking hate the Buccaneers. They're not good. Or Kyle Trask, whatever the fuck his name is. Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield are. That's possibly the worst two starting quarterbacks to go into the year, like, and expect to have a starting quarterback by the end of the season. You, neither one of them you will, you will be happy with at the end of the year. You have Mike Evans, who's old, but, you know, always has a 1,000-yard receiving seasons. Chris Godwin's one of the best slot receivers in the league um, when he's healthy, which he's only missed one and a half years for his ACL injury, so he's healthy. Besides that, <laughs> the Buccaneers have nothing. The Buccaneers are the worst team in the league next year. Okay. You hate the Bucs. I hate the Bucs. <clears throat> For some reason, I think Arizona's going to stink. Oh, shit. The Cardinals are at four and a half. Well, there. that's probably why, I think. Yeah, because Kyler ain't even supposed to play this year. Yeah. They have a new head coach there. They just lost D-Hop. J.J. Watt retired. I can't name five players on the Cardinals right now, I don't think. James Conner, Buda Baker, Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy, uh, Trey McBride, Zach Ertz, 
I know they got that lineman Byron in the draft who's supposed to be a stud. Paris Johnson Jr. Yeah. Uh, Rondell Moore, Marquise But yeah, Brown, that's a stinky Greg team, Dorch, bro. Uh, Michael Wilson. What about the, the Simmons dude? Is he still there? Isaiah Simmons? Yes, he is. Yeah, they uh, stink. Arizona I, Cardinals stink. They're the worst team in the league next year, I think. Which is bad for the football, good for Cardinals tickets. Yeah. So I, so I can go see a game. Uh, <laughs> also, one thing to keep in mind is next year's draft is supposed to be really, really uh, stacked. And the Texans traded their first to Arizona. So Arizona got two firsts for next year. So if the Texans stink and the Cardinals stink, you're going to have two really good picks if you're a Cardinal fan. So, Could you imagine getting Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. in the same draft? They really could be in. They could. Because the Texans and the Cardinals could be the worst teams in the league. And then Arizona's got both of them. Would you rather right. have C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson or Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr.? C.J. Stroud and who? Will Anderson. That's who they. That's who the Texans took. So they had C.J. Anderson or C.J. Stroud was their second overall pick. Will Anderson went third, uh, and then potentially next year the Cardinals could end up somehow uh, end up with Caleb Williams at like one, and then Marvin Harrison Jr. at two. So would you rather for have? sure Williams and Harrison for yeah. sure. I Stroud is just makes me makes me worry. I want to see. I mean, we'll some football see. Maybe games, yeah, maybe Stroud balls. But I, from what I hear, Williams is, like, the next best dude in the world. Yeah. All right, last yay, nay, or maybe. We'll finish up. Yay, nay, or maybe. And this is my favorite one. Peanut will lose to Chan in fantasy week one this year. I don't know if you uh, saw your phone today, but you did get a text message from me that you just did not respond to. Um, yeah, because it was irrelevant. I mean... I'm projected to beat you right now. Right now at this have, moment. At 5.26 Mountain Time on August 1st, 2023, I'm projected to beat you right now. I have Dobbins, who is a starter, on my IL. So you, that slot is open right now, brother. Uh, oh, so if you if the game started right now, like you would be playing 10 players this week, right? That's I could crazy. throw nobody in that slot and be projected higher than you easily, just like no. that. No, because right now Answer no the one's question, there. Peanut. No one's Answer there the and I'm question. projected higher than you, Jamie. Answer the question. So you can't put no one there. Yay Who's nay or maybe. Yay nay or maybe. Nay. Let's okay, th- this is perfect time for a wager. So <laughs> So Chandler and I are in a dynasty fantasy football league. That's what we're talking about. And that's what we talk shit on each other about. Just about every single fantasy football comment we make is in regards to this league. So those you don't know, Dynasty uh, League is essentially you keep the same players every single year, uh, and you just draft rookies out of that. So Chandler, you know, cheated and he decided to schedule the draft while I was on my honeymoon and sleeping. So it's all Chandler's fault that we're in this position to, in the first place. Chandler <laughs> isn't the commissioner I am, but it's Chandler's fault. Chandler got his ass kicked last year by me, so that's all we're gonna say in this league. He just got his ass kicked by me, and he's just coming back for some more. And this year, he's just not going to learn his lesson. So week one, when we play each other, I'm going to kick the shit out of him. That was a cool spiel. Uh, is it over? Yeah. Okay. Um, so if I were to ask a quick question, uh, out of me and you, 
Who made the playoffs last year in the fantasy league? You did. I made the playoffs, and did you make the playoffs last year? No, I did not. Okay, so who would you say has the upper hand when we talk fantasy football currently? Can I answer your question with a question? No. <laughs> Even though I just asked you a question? No. Well, given those facts, you. All right, fair enough. Thank you guys May for I rebuttal? watching. I would like Thank to rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for watching the podcast. I uh, hope you all enjoyed. Um, we're going to be coming out with episodes on a weekly basis from now on. Yeah, and we're going to be getting be better lag. with it. Your mic just went out. Your mic just went out when you are saying all that. It's working now. The microphone, that's what it was. There what you go. You didn't hear something uh, I, was, I said. I was just saying, we're going to be coming out with a bunch of episodes, and we're getting back on track now that MLB season's over and NFL season's about to get going. And uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of football. I'm very excited. Can't wait for it to get going. Recording episodes on Tuesdays. Then edits on Wednesdays, getting them out on Thursdays. We're only going to be like three days behind the news cycle. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, we've been bad, but we're we're going to make it up. And Peanut's going to fix his fucking mic. <laughs> this is how I got to hold it for right now. Alright, well, uh, <laughs> thanks for watching. See you, everybody.